Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast, a space to talk about all things life, fertility, parenthood, and everything in between. My name is Elizabeth. I am an international fertility coach, ICF certified life coach, birth and bereavement doula, and new parent educator. Join us as we support the tribe throughout their journey from conception to bringing your new baby home and everything along the way. See you in the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Little Tribe. Thanks for being here today. We have Emily Green, also known as Emily the Medium. She is a professional psychic medium, mentor, and spirit baby expert. Emily facilitates connections from people to their loved ones on the other side, provides psychic guidance on people's life paths, and connects people to the souls of the children they are meant to have. So thanks for being here, Emily. I get so excited to talk about this stuff. Everybody who knows me knows that I like literally geek out on all of this stuff. Like, like <laughs> what's your hobby? Oh, it's just psychics and mediums and, yeah. and astrology and all those kinds of things. And they're all yes. very surprised at that. But um, the reason that I feel like it's so helpful, especially for people that are, you know, I'm specifically thinking of a client that lost her baby yesterday um, to an early miscarriage, but mm -hmm. you feel like you're at such a desperate place then. And talking to somebody like yourself gives you some hope and gives you some yeah. clarity. And whether you take it as a grain of salt or you take it for whatever you do, it gives you some comfort in that moment. So yeah. um, that's, I feel like where my connection lies with, you know, helping people to, to point people in directions of people like you, because when it's yeah. such a, an experience where there's no answers often of like, how did this happen? And why did this happen? And usually we know like, oh, uncle so-and-so died of cancer. And we have an right. reason for that. We don't have a reason of like, if this was so meant to be, if this pregnancy was so meant to be, and it actually happened finally, you know, we've been trying for so long, why was it ripped from out from underneath me? So what has been your experience in relation to, I guess, just speaking of miscarriages of what's your experience in dealing with that as far as spirit babies that are, you know, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to speak for you. So what's your experience yeah. with that? <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. And it's one of my favorite, um, not that I love talking about it because, you know, but I think it's, it's, it's important to bring the, the consciousness and the, the sort of the, the extra, the, the unseen element of communication to it, because yeah. as you said, I think, you know, I know when there's a loss at any stage in pregnancy or during birth or early infant child loss, I mean, that you're exactly right. There's not, I mean, there is hopefully some context and understanding, but sometimes some families don't get any. And so um, it's definitely an area that I have found myself speaking to and providing um, support on to women and families a lot. And I think that there are so many it's, it's difficult. And I, and I know you've also had another spirit baby communicator on the podcast as well. I listened to that episode is fantastic. And as she said, and I completely agree where there's not always the kind of the one size fits all answer for miscarriage for families and, and different families. But what I have experienced is that, um, 
working with people who have just come off or even I actually worked just most recently, I worked with a a woman who had a miscarriage, like almost 30 years ago and getting to provide kind of some context and healing and clarity on that. So whether it's recent or in the distant past or, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago, I think that there's still, um, an opportunity for healing and for clarity on just what, what went on, what, what was going on with the soul at that time? What, um, what messages needed to be transmitted for that person at that time? So, um, I think that, and here's the thing, you know, I don't expect that having this, the spiritual communication and connection fixes anything. It really doesn't fix anything. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't change the experience, but I do find Mm -hmm. that I see families walking away feeling, even just, I say, if, if you walk away feeling 5% more um, light or hopeful for a future experience, or just looking p- back on that loss with a little bit more um, love or uh, um, understanding, then I've done my job and I'm happy about that. So, I but agree. you know, it, 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 it's, it's also like, I know I can't fix the loss. So, yeah. yeah. So do you, are you able to connect with spirit babies that have, like you said, for this person that was 30 years ago, were you mm-hmm. able to connect with a spirit baby that was meant to be, you know, for that loss? And my yeah. second to that question is, I get this all the time with people that I had a loss. Is it coming back to me? Is that, <laughs> is that energy coming back to me in my, or my two-year-old is that my first loss that's now yes. in this, this body right um I know. and are you a- ever able to tell those sorts of things mm-hmm. it's a fantastic question i love this question and it, and it, it's kind of a mind-bending topic as like as you alluded to because it's kind mm-hmm. of like wait a second you know there there is this and I think there is this kind of this understanding that, you know, the soul is so multidimensional. We are, we're so multidimensional and that we can, you know, choose an incarnation and choose a body and then something doesn't go as planned with that body or that incarnation. And, and then the, the plan has to change and we have to come in another way or perhaps we don't. And so um, this was something that I wasn't aware of in the beginning of my practice. Like it wasn't even in my consciousness as this started coming in that, wait a second, these souls can actually make a decision to um, have choose an incarnation or choose a life, choose a family, make a contract, and then something changes within that contract. And then they create a new one in a different time in the future. Um, and so this does happen. It, it happens quite a bit. I'm actually noticing this a lot more in my practice now where um, souls are more frequently, uh, there's a loss and then they're choosing to come back again in the next pregnancy and the next pregnancy and the next pregnancy. Um, which I find is really interesting. And my, you know, I've gotten different kind of feedback on why I think that's happening, but it absolutely happens. And the way I tell is I usually just, I can feel the difference. I think that just like each human being has their own kind of unique blueprint and imprint, just as I can tell the difference between you and another person, you know, we've got our own kind of specific and unique frequency, souls and spirit who are looking to incarnate have the same thing. And so I usually tell just by kind of the the imprint. And I say to people too, someone asked me this question the other day, they said, well, how can I tell? I want to know how I can tell if it's the same soul. Yeah. And I usually just say, it's a feeling. You just have this kind of sensation, like this feels familiar. This feels like I felt this before in my previous pregnancy. So, or, you know, when I'm holding this baby um, and I'm looking in their face, it's like, I know that this was the same soul from my previous loss. So it takes mm-hmm. a little bit of um, kind of intuition, you know, just like tuning into mm-hmm. your intuition and, 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 and feeling the difference. But it's um, to answer your question, it, it happens all the time, actually. Yeah. 
And because I've never had a spirit baby reading prior to having my children. So I didn't, it wasn't, I wasn't really in that. I mean, I've been having readings forever, but not necessarily around that. So how does that show up in a reading? If you're doing a spirit baby reading is, are you, is it more of like, there's a baby that's around you that's wanting to come in? Is it messages from that baby? Like, tell me a little bit about like, how does that work? What, what, tell me, walk me through that a bit. I wish I had that before I had my kids. I know. I know it's a, it's, it's definitely something that more and more people are becoming open-minded and hearted to, which I think is fantastic. I'm talking to lots of different people who are still like, I don't plan on conceiving for another or trying to conceive for another 10 years, but they're looking to make a connection now. And I think that's fantastic. So, um, so the, 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 the reasons that somebody is coming for kind of preconception communication vary right now. I'd say the most common thread or theme is that a lot of people are looking to make a connection um, and really feel connected to their children before they've even conceived, which I just think yeah. is the most beautiful thing in the world. I think it's like, when we're doing that and we're bringing such consciousness to, I want to know the soul. I want to know what they're about. I want to know, um, you know, what they're going to be here to do. I want to know their strengths, their weakness, everything, you know, their personality, um, how I can support them, all these different things. These are all questions that I've had parents ask is that I find that it, that it, in, in some ways it can just feel like for the, the parents and the families, like I've been connected to the soul for, you know, for years before I conceived, well, well, in the conception process during pregnancy, during birth and everything thereafter. Um, And so, so I find that, but I find usually it is people who just are, want to bring consciousness to their preconception process. And also the other thing that happens quite frequently too, is I'll have these souls almost kind of point out different areas in the families or parents' lives that they are kind of going, hey, this is an area that like, this is, there's going to be some change here. Or there's going to be some changes in the family dynamics or in kind of how you, you know, your, your social life, or this is going to maybe need to shift and change a little bit. And so they'll almost kind of be pointing out areas where there still might be some growth that's necessary for the parent yeah. or the family. And so then the parent or the family can take that and kind of go, okay, so I know that you know, I'm working on this, not just from, for myself and of course, for my, myself on my own path, but also to eventually support, um, these future children that I will have. So, um, it's, it's honestly one of my most favorite things to do. Um, and, and I find that in my experience, what I have noticed is that, um, people who incorporate this, this kind of preconception communication, when they do go into the trying to conceive process, that they just feel a bit more relaxed, I guess, is what I'm, is what I'm trying to say. There's more of a relaxation. Mm-hmm. There's more of a just, I'm, I'm, I'm in trust. I'm, I'm trusting what's happening. I'm in acceptance of what's happening. Um, so it's it's really special. And it's, it's and, and also like, I do work with a lot of women, but seeing these men come and, and be so excited about connecting to their future children is just one of the most, uh, it's it's like warms my heart. They, they just, they make me, they make me so emotional because they are just there. They're like, what can I do? You know, how can I, how can I support? Is there anything I need to do as a father, as a, you know, it's yeah. beautiful. So, yeah. yeah, it is so cool. I, I did see one of the um, psychic mediums that I saw when I was pregnant with my second son had told me like that my oldest and my second were in a past life together and they were like yeah. Roman soldiers and they'll always have each other's back and whatever. And it's wow. funny because I do see that in them in, in some ways, very different even from my third son, right? Like 
because yeah. it's a different dynamic. And so yes. having that experience and knowing that and whatever, like it just makes you also show up different as a parent knowing, okay, these two have this past experience together and yeah. um, that's very different than whatever. And how do we bring that them all together in this yeah. way and, wow. and whatnot? But that's beautiful. Um, do you... Do you also, if somebody came to you, like if I came to you and said, I've had these two miscarriages before, I would like to connect with them. Is that how it yeah. works? Or is it like, hopefully somebody shows up because it's yeah. kind of the same with mediumship, right? Like you may want to connect with your grandfather, but he may not necessarily come through for you or whatnot. Yes. Is it the same with the spirit babies? Yeah, it's a great question. And, you know, I think that my, my belief on this has actually changed um, over the years because I definitely used to be kind of like, you know, um, I, I used to have the experiences where the energy can only communicate if the energy shows up to the table. Mm -hmm. So whether that's a soul mm -hmm. of a spirit baby, a soul of a grand, or grandfather in spirit, a, a guide, whatever you want to call it. And now what I'm experiencing more and more, and perhaps this is just kind of about um, the, 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 just there's more openness. I don't know if it's just more, there's more communication that's wanting to be had is that I find that if there is an intention, if there is strong intention, so um, I would really love to connect to my spirit baby um, that I experienced that I had in a previous loss um, because I'm just interested in connecting with them and seeing how they're doing or seeing what they're yeah. up to or this kind of thing. If there's strong intention, I really believe that we can go anywhere. Um, that's what yeah. I say. I just say, if, if, if you, if, if you want to go there, we can, um, that, that's, that's, that's my belief. And I've, and I've seen that work time and time again, where it's like, there doesn't seem like there's any limitation anymore it, just in my particular experience where it's just kind of mm -hmm. if we want to go there and we want to explore it let's see what happens let's unfold the energy and just follow it and see what um see what happens so it, it's a great question and uh, i think that also too like you know uh, um this energy really transcends time and space. And so even however long ago this was for you, you know, two years, five years, 10 years, 30 years, is that um, we can almost kind of go back into, into either that period of time or what was going on in that period of time and kind of read it from that angle, but we could also read it from present time, future time. So, um, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah. it does, thank you. And then the other question that I get a lot or yeah, that thoughts come up when people are asking me is that they, because mainly what I do, a lot of them are going through IVF. So they yes. know I'm transferring a female embryo. I'm transferring a male embryo. Um, and even in, I'll use myself as an example too, all those years of seeing psychics and whatever, they would always say there's a female, there's a little girl around you, right? Mm -hmm. I ended up with three boys and my losses were girls. So, wow. but I've also had people say that those, and the spirit of the, the energy of the spirit doesn't have a gender, right? Like when it, until it actually comes. And I, again, I don't know this, this area of it is very mysterious to me. So if you wouldn't mind shedding some light on what your experience has been, as far as these spirit babies, are they identifying as male or female or are they just there? Right. Yeah. Um, Fantastic because, question. Yeah. Fantastic question. It's it's a it's a big question, and I actually am going to uh, parallel it in with a story, if that's okay with you. I'm yeah, going to keep it anonymous, please. and I'll keep it quick. Um, so so I was working with. I've actually have a handful of stories that 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 kind of followed these lines. So I have a, a wonderful client um, who I've been working with for 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 a long 
time. And when I met her, she was, she and her, her partner, um, she had three beautiful stepchildren and her and her partner were trying to conceive. Um, at the point that I met her, she had already had uh, two miscarriages. Um, and so she was kind of seeking my help just to communicate with, um, with the, with her spirit babies of her losses and future children and so on. And so, so we started communicating and, and as, as I came into our energy field, I felt this, um, actually there was the, 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 these energies of two boys, um, two little boys. They felt very, very decidedly male and they were very kind of close in age, close together. So we started communicating with these, with these energies and, and, and I, I worked with her for a period of time before she conceived. I think I started working with her in December and she conceived in, um, in August or September. Anyway, so so these 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 energies were male, um, and, and they did say, you know, I'm gonna we're gonna come as separate pregnancies and and this kind of thing. So fast forward, um, she is going to her ultrasound to find out the gender and finds out that the baby is a girl, um, yeah. and she was so shocked. She was like, "What? I don't understand. How could this be? We talked to this boy. We thought it was him, you know." So I, I, that was the first time actually that this happened, and I was kind of like, "I don't know. Let's find out." So I went in. I tuned. I tuned in, and I said, "What happened? Like, did a different soul come? What's going on? Um, did the plan change? You know, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm working with some confusion here. So fill me in, basically." And the soul said, "No, nothing changed. Nothing changed. Um, I just." You know, I, I was presenting essentially as a male energy in, in sort of the spirit form, and uh, but it was always my intention, or I wanted to to have an experience in a female body, and I was like, oh. Okay. Uh, well, that makes sense. I, that makes sense. I think that it just can sometimes be confusing for us as, as humans in this human experience where we kind of go, well, if the soul is, a, is, is presenting as a male and has a male energy, but then they come into a female, what does that mean? And so I think, as you said, you know, really the soul is so we, of course, come into these bodies and you know, uh, we, we identify them in a certain way, or we have to identify them. And perhaps we can change our identification as, as our time goes on here. Um, but, but ultimately the soul is so genderless. It's so neutral. And, and we do have a decision of, you know, what kind of experience and what kind of body am I looking to have? And that uh, sometimes that can differ based on the soul energy and the, 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 the body that that energy comes into. Um, so it has happened a handful of time where they surprise us at the last minute. We think it's going to be a boy you know and then they kind of change their minds so it's a great question yeah and i think it's so common because people like for me i always thought that i would have a girl and yeah. really with one of my sons i do believe that the same energy came back from one of the losses that have happened to be a girl yeah. um and that's really when for for me i also realized and everybody to your point can make that decision for themselves of what they truly believe in uh, in yeah. regards to that. But for me, it was, it's not so much fluid, but an ability to, to show up in what's also best for me. Right. Yes. And them and my husband and our other children. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think that those souls, make those decisions based and the contracts, if you will, based on the situation that they're coming into and, and whatnot. Um, Absolutely. And I think sometimes trying to make sense of these things or whatever does bring some solace in a situation that doesn't make sense in a lot of ways. And yeah. to just yeah. kind of surrender to this is what this is how they showed up and, you yeah. know, or whatever lesson I need to learn in this. And like I say every day, cause I'm one of four girls and I have these three crazy boys of like, 
what is happening right now? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here with all yeah. these guys, but, yes. um, yes. but it, you know, I realize that there is a, a higher lesson for myself in all of this as well. And it's really beautiful in so many ways, but how did you, I want to transition topics a little bit. How did you get into knowing or realizing that you were a medium? Yeah. Great question. Um, so I, I'm going to shorten this because it's kind of a long and winding road. Um, so I it was very sensitive child experiencing all kinds of, I mean, the full gambit of, of uh, basically extrasensory experiences as a child and just kind of learned to really shut it down and not talk about it because, you know, people would just kind of look at you weird and you're always just being told you were crazy. So I just kind of learned to shut it down, put a mask on it, put a cap on it, put a filter on it and, um, and that kind of thing. Then I graduated high school and started to kind of have the abilities try and start to open up again. I freaked out, shut them down, um, graduated uh, college, then they came back again. And so at this point I was like, okay, okay, there's something to this. And so I went and I sought out basically, um, I went to my first psychic, which was kind of like, this is my first time going to see somebody. And I sat down and she was like, wow, well, you know, you're going to be doing this one day. And I was just like, what are you talking about? I was, I was so, I was thought she was going to tell me like who I was going to marry. You know, I was just so, so so confused. And anyway, but then I went home and I sat with what she said and I kind of tossed it around and compared it to my childhood experiences and realized that she had a point. She was onto something. And so that's where I started my development journey, basically, where I went into to development with that same mentor. And she kind of taught me how to control and modulate and work with these abilities and use them to help people, which had always been something I've been interested in. I love psychology. I went to school for social work. Like I was so into it. Um, and it just so happened that I'm helping people in a very different way than I originally expected or thought. Um, but, uh, but that's kind of how it happened. And then from that point where I started, I went into development, the floodgates just kind of opened um, and everything that I had been trying to suppress started to just flood over basically um, all kinds of uh, spirit visitations, dreams. I was giving people messages left and right. I couldn't help myself. It was just kind of bubbling over. And then from there, a couple of years later, after I had been strictly doing mediumship work, that's when the spirit baby started to find me, which is a whole other story. Um, very, that was my it, next question. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I will just parlay into it then. So basically. At that time, I was mostly working with mediumship and also kind of just supporting people in their life path in general. Um, you know, if they're feeling stuck or they didn't know what they were doing and they wanted support on what they were doing on planet Earth and so on. And all of a sudden, I remember I, I talk about I have two defining spirit baby experiences. And I, I, I've asked for consent from these families because I tell these stories so often because they were so, so uh, instrumental to this work is I was working with a woman and um, she was just kind of she was very very vague. Uh, she's just like, I just curious. So I was like, okay, great. So we, I go in and I start to see the, the energy of this little girl. And she looked to be about age of three or four. And she was so sweet. And so a little bit kind of coy and playing a little bit mysterious with me and wasn't quite um, upfront with why she was there. And so I started to express this to her. I described this little girl I was, as I was seeing her and feeling her. And she said, I have no idea who you're talking about. And so I'm like, this, you haven't lost anyone. This isn't a, a, a this isn't like a, a family member that, that, that you had lost at a certain point. And she goes, well, I did have a miscarriage three years ago. And all of a sudden, everything just kind of clicked in. I was like, wow, this is the soul from that miscarriage. And I asked the soul, I said, is this you? And she said, yes, of course. Um, and it ended up actually being that the age that she was at kind of coincided with the date of her miscarriage and so on. Anyway, and so then it just went into this whole beautiful communication with the soul kind of detailing experiences from 
the miscarriage, her loss, what led up to it, what followed it, um, and then most recently into her kind of uh, trying to conceive journey again. Her and her partner were were trying to still trying to conceive, and um, and so this little girl said, you know, okay, so I'm on my way, you know, I'm coming back, I'm going to be here in about three to four months, and that's what she said. And so sure enough, I got an email from her about I think it was like three and a half or so months later, and she said, I'm pregnant, and I'm it's fun because I'm often the first. Per- I don't, I'm sure you get this too, Elizabeth, where you like get those I'm pregnant messages, and it's just like, yeah. You know. the best thing ever oh right? it's the best it's the best and people <laughs> I haven't even told my husband yet I'm like wow um yeah. So anyway, so so that was kind of the first one. And then there was a couple other defining moments from there. But this just wasn't even, you have to understand, like, I was just not, I didn't even know, I didn't have the vocabulary spirit babies. I didn't even know it was a thing. I was just like, at that time, my consciousness was just very mediumship. Our loved ones who pass, they have a life, they have a full life, or, you know, they live 20 years or 25 years or 50 years, they pass away. And then that's when we can talk to them. It didn't even occur to me that we could have communication with souls who didn't actually have the chance to have a full incarnation. Like it wasn't so, I mean, I was surprised. It, It took me a while to kind of integrate it basically. Yeah. It's funny, similar to me too. I, as much as I've always been into this for 30 years, I didn't really, I would talk about spirit babies, especially after I had my loss, but I didn't know that that was a thing. And then, and when I coach other coaches, I talk about spirit contracts and spirit babies. And finally someone was like, well, have you read the book? I was like, no. What book? Like, what do you mean you haven't read the book? You know? Um, So the spirit baby book, I'm sure most people listening have read this book. Um, Somebody did send it to me. I still have yet to read it yet, but I've heard that it's great. But I also want to, you brought up a good question and maybe it's not the same for every, everybody, but when you, so are you a visual, do you see things rather than auditory when you're doing a reading for somebody? Yeah. Good question. I, um, I have access to kind of all of the, 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 the okay. psychic senses. So I see I'm very visual. I've always been very visual. Um, so I do get a lot of that kind of clairvoyance inner eye imagery where I can see the face. I can see the hair color. I can see, you know, how they're dressing. I can see what age cool. they are. Um, so that's pretty fun. Um, and, and then I have everything else too. So I can actually hear them kind of physically. If they're speaking to me, they'll give me sort of physical sensations in my body, emotions, things like that. So I kind of um, have everything, but the visual is definitely prominent. They, they, I usually am seeing them first before. I and do they always age like the three-year-old or do they always like, do they sometimes show up still as a baby or still, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. It depends. Um, some are, it's different every time. I find that the general consensus is they'll usually present themselves to me any t- anywhere between the ages of like two and 10. That's kind of like ages two and 10, if I was gauging it. Um, but I've also seen spirit babies show up like in their thirties, which is very interesting, mm. like in, in their thirties, or I've seen them show up as teenagers or as young adults. And um, so it just depends really on how they're wanting to present at what stage in life they're wanting to present. It's different every time. And sometimes they don't even have a body at all. I'm just talking to a little ball of floating, glowing light that also happens too. Like in the movie Soul, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that 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 movie. I'm, I was kind of looking at the movie, like, hmm, I wonder if they had somebody spiritual kind On of, staff. you know? Oh yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and then is it different if you're seeing somebody like a three-year-old who was a miscarriage versus a baby that you know somebody who has had no losses but is trying to get pregnant, right? 
Yes. Yeah. I think that I'm trying to think, see if I can think of a common link that in that situation, um, I think the reason my theory now that I, in hindsight with that particular soul is that she showed herself right around the age of the kind of that would coincide with the date of the miscarriage as a way to make sure that we knew that it was her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because mm -hmm. I was kind of confused. I didn't really know it was my first time. So I, 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 there has been definitely situations in the past as well, where I'm describing a soul or their age and then a parent will go well that makes sense because I had a miscarriage xyz um mm -hmm. and and they're, they're able to find the link it doesn't always happen but I think that sometimes they will bring it as um like you said as a piece of validation just like this is me this is real so yeah yeah yeah. Well, I know I definitely want to do a reading with you. I'm, I'm yeah. so curious because I've had other people still say me like, there's, there's girls around you. I see you having a girl. And I was like, mm, we're not having any more babies coming yeah. in for me, you know, yeah. like perhaps it's the ones that have passed or that, you know, whatever, but that I'm always very curious about how do we define like who's coming or trying to come versus who's just hanging out there and there's no intention to be coming back. I, and I don't know, maybe there's not a way to know, but yeah. Um. It's, it's such a good question. And I think about this a lot because, you know, I know that I've worked with lots of people where, so actually this, I have a, a story, of, um, just an example from the other day, I was working with a woman um, and uh, she's uh, 39, she'll, she'll be turning 40 soon. And uh, so I'm, I'm tuning in and, 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 you know, there's like a lot of, there's a lot of energies there. And, and just logistically, she's like, Emily, there's no way I'm going to be able to have all these babies. She's like, I'm 39. How is this going to happen? I, there's, there's not enough time. I'm like, I know, I don't know. So, and so sometimes what can happen is, you know, there, there's a great intelligence to, to, to these souls. And so, like you said, sometimes they will continue to sort of hang around the, the energy of the parent or parents or the family in order to just almost to, to kind of get, um, soak up the, the, even if they're, even though they're not in a physical body, they will still kind of hang around almost to soak up just what you're family is experiencing and they'll kind of go mm -hmm. along follow along with you just as if they were in a body other times I, I have seen this where a soul will say well I'm not going to have the opportunity to actually physically be coming to your family and kind of have you carry me and bring me to term and have me, but I will come into your life in another way. I have seen that where they say, I'm going to mm -hmm. find another route or another Avenue and we will find each other again, kind of down the line. So that's whether that's being born into another family and then the, there's the linking up later in life. So I have mm -hmm. heard them say that, of course, that's, you know, quite a bit further down the line. So it's harder to validate, but I, I do have had a couple of those that I'm keeping track on to see, you know, I'm keep I'm keeping in touch with these families to see hey you know have you met this soul yet and that yeah. kind of thing so yeah. yeah and do you feel that children are more in tune because again my kids are always like my sisters are like I saw wow. my sisters last night or whatever and because I'm I am so in tune with all of those things I never correct them to say yes. no I'm like oh okay <laughs> you know cool. I don't really dig into it too much but yeah. I you know awesome yeah. Um, but Amazing. they obviously know now literally that they don't have sisters, at least yeah. my five-year-old knows that. And he would say it all the time. Yeah. Um, or I saw my sisters, you know, whatever. And yeah. it's funny because how do you, I, I don't know, but are children more in touch or in tune to this other side of spirituality or whatever it is that you want to refer to it as? 
Yeah. So it's a great question. And absolutely. I love that, that you're kind of just like, awesome. Nice. You saw your sisters. Cool. I, I think that's fantastic, you know, because for them, it's just like, yeah, of course I saw them. I was just talking to them. It's very normal. You know, they don't even think anything of it almost. It's just, and so, so this is kind of brings up a cool topic, which is basically um, that, that I, I really believe that siblings. So, you know, so, uh, souls that will incarnate into a family and get to be siblings um, that before anybody has uh, is born or conceived that they're all together and so it's kind of almost like there's a there's a camaraderie there's a harmony between all of these souls and there's an understanding that they will get to be siblings some of them will get to be siblings some of them will have to you know to stay back and other you know this kind of thing and so i find yeah. that um especially as ch children they're absolutely more in tune and absolutely more um in tune especially in the last like 10 years i've noticed there's just been such an uprising and an increase in these children and they're so alert and aware and perceptive and intuitive and almost unapologetically so um without you know they're just kind of like this is what it is very matter of fact almost yeah. um which i'm sure you've had that experience and so they will just kind of talk about it as if even though these energy they, they don't physically have sisters at this moment in time they will talk about it as if they do because almost energetically they they it's like they can't tell the difference it's like well we're right. here they're yeah. here but it's mm -hmm. there's not really a difference between me here and them here we're all kind of just existing at the same the yeah same that's how i experienced it through both you know both of them and the comments that they have made my little one he's he's too little to say anything around that but um i do notice that as well as this higher level of consciousness of babies that are coming in than had been before, um, which thank God we're moving towards that. I feel like we need <laughs> as, it. As, we as need humans, it. Yeah, um, yeah. but do you ever meet with people that have been on a fertility journey and notice that it's not in the cards for them? You know, mm -hmm. like, do you ever have to say to somebody like you won't be able to have children or it's not going to happen, or you've been trying for seven years and maybe you should kind of go down a different route or whatever because I yeah I I see it quite a bit where you know people come to me pretty you know at a point in their journey where they're pretty desperate of trying to figure out what's next and where where do they go do they do egg donors do they do adoption yeah. do they do another round of IVF and you know they're just looking for some hope but I wonder yeah. if from your perspective in your seat do you ever see it where you know it's just really not it's not going to happen for you this time it's it's such a it's such a it makes me emotional almost you know because I just really and I'm sure you you feel this too Elizabeth just it, it's like oh my gosh I just wish I I could I just want to help I mean I just I think that it's my belief that um this is my personal opinion that it's just it's if a family wants to bring a baby I think it's just like that it should they should be able to do that I just say I it's I just you know it's it breaks my heart um what what so many families are are going through but to be honest with you in my experience I have never and this could change this could change um but i have never had the experience where i have been told this is not going to happen for this family um that that is that i've just never had that yet and i don't know if that's i don't know why i'm sure that there are that that could happen one day but it just has never um it's never come in front of across my desk basically where there, there's certainly 
there's certainly things that need to be worked out sometimes. And I'm kind of, okay, we've got to move this piece around and this isn't quite working and we have to change the, and, da, 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 and there's like some mechanics to be worked out. But then, you know, eventually, even if it takes time that those people are still able to conceive in one way or another. Um, and, yeah. and I think that's the thing, even if it doesn't happen exactly the way that's, there's a, certainly a, a huge dose of surrender. I think that this process can definitely require um, where it's like, I, that was not the way I thought it was going to go. And I had to change my plans many times and I had to, you know, fall on the ground and, and then pick myself back up and try again. Um, but honestly, I haven't had that experience yet. And if I do, I will let you know. I'm, I mean, I'm sure that there are certain reasons for why that might be necessary for somebody to experience. I mean, that even just saying that breaks my heart because it's just, it's, 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 it's sad, but not yet, honestly. Good. I'm happy to hear yeah. that. I think what, kind of my rule of thumb for people is, do you have a knowing that you'll be a mom? Yeah. And yeah. if you have that knowing inside and that intuitive knowing, there are so many paths and ways to get there now that is incredible that we live in a time where we have the technology to do all kinds of things in order to have you to be a mom. And, you know, not leaving out adoption you know what i mean and Absolutely. and those souls finding you that are meant to find you in whatever way your paths cross i think is really beautiful so for anybody who's listening who's feeling like oh i'm just up against the wall i don't know how much more we can take and you know your body's been through so much or you're you're at a place emotionally that you just don't know if you can take it anymore don't give up hope if you have that knowing inside of you um because there are so many different outlets and if you feel like finances are getting in your way there are so many aspects of like grants and you know, not sponsorships but um yeah. There's so many options right now that people can help you in ways that you you kind of just need to open that that Pandora's yeah. box and say, I'm open to the help of this financial aspect because there's loans, there's things that there never were before. And so there we just know in your mind and your heart that there's ways to eliminate those blocks. I completely agree. I love what you said. And I think that that, that just, you, do you have the knowing? Perfect. That's all you need. You know, that that yeah. really is all you need to, to continue to put one foot in front of the other and continue to go, okay, that didn't work out. What's next? Where, where yeah. can I put my energy next? Where can I put my, my attention next? And um, I think, cause I think that it can be, it can be easy to find lots of reasons to get discouraged. But like you said, there is also so many amazing options and we're living in such a time of innovation and just like, there's so much opportunity in terms of yeah. um, the way in which you, you, you bring a, a soul or a, a baby or a child or um, whatever into your family. So I agree yeah. with you completely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, where can people find you, Emily? How can they, like I said, I want to do my own reading, but we'll talk after this about yes. setting that up, but how can yeah. people who are listening find you and set up their appointments with you as well? Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I mostly hang out on Instagram, just at Emily, the medium. Um, okay. I also I have, I do have a podcast. I'm not currently active with the podcast. So you can also search that it's Emily, the medium. I've got some cool kind of spirit baby resources over there on the podcast that, um, that are available. Um, I, my website is Emily, the Everything's pretty consistent. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I am currently actually on a small pause from, um, from doing spirit baby readings as I'm actually writing a spirit baby book. So, um, that's going to be, that's going to be hopefully coming out in early 2023 so um but when i'm back on spirit baby readings i will kind of blast Darn it, it. All over. i know <laughs> well, well, well we'll work it out we'll work it out we'll have to um, stay tuned for your book though that's pretty exciting 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And there's so much content that I, I, as I'm writing it, I'm like, I didn't expect to go in this direction. I mean, it's just going to, it's literally going to be like the Holy Grail, all stages, conception, preconception, pregnancy, birth, like everything that you're raising sensitive children. I just want it to be like a fully, uh, full spectrum kind of guide to everything, all things to do with everything, um, spirit babies and beyond. So I'm super excited about it. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, congratulations yeah. on you. that. That's a big Thank deal. You. Thank you. Thank you again for being here. And I can't wait to have you on and talk about your book when it yeah. comes out. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. This is so beautiful. And they have me on your, your podcast is, as I said at the beginning, an amazing resource. And uh, I was happy to be here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Follow up on Instagram at the Pretty Little Tribe or at Elizabeth King underscore coaching for updates, resources, and a community to connect with. If you are looking for extra support and tools to guide you along your TTC and parenting journey, visit ElizabethKing.com. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast everywhere you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Visit ElizabethKing.com backslash Pretty Little Tribe podcast for more information on how to enter. Any review counts. I just appreciate your honest feedback so I can provide you with the best support possible in your TTC and parenthood journey. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.